Well, concerns have been raised over the Invercargill City Council. They allow anyone identifying as female to use the female changing rooms at the public swimming pool. More than 100 people turned up at a meeting with council staff about the issue last week. And, well, there was a whiteboard in the public meeting room before the meeting started, before the council staff arrived to hear the concerns. It had the words written on it, If you're born with a willy, you ain't no filly. Nothing like South Islanders to speak the biological truth. After the meeting, the council leisure and recreation manager said it didn't currently have a policy in place that directly addressed the use of changing spaces and gender. But the current practice was guided by the law and human rights, which states it's unlawful to discriminate based on sex, gender or sexual orientation. Well, problem there, because that's not true. Actually, the Human Rights Act doesn't use the word gender. And it doesn't cover gender identity or gender expression. So they're actually wrong there. But the pool policy is, quote, all visitors to Splash Palace are free to use the changing area that matches their gender identity, end quote. So in today's episode, we speak to two of the women who are leading the charge on this issue on behalf of many families. Rachel, who was featured in the media report, and Terry. Let's meet them both. Well, I want to welcome uh, Terry and uh, Rachel to McBlog. Good morning to you both. Morena. Morning, Terry. Now, um, well, it was, you know, covered by the media. Uh, there's concerns about the possibility that biological men can come into female changing rooms, which I think many people are concerned about. Um, just very quickly, I mean, we sort of know the basic story, but how did you two get involved? Well, I actually, we put out a message for people to come along and join our meeting. Um, I've never met Rachel. This is the first day I've actually met her physically. I did hand her the microphone at the meeting, but that's about it, yeah. Yeah, and I heard about the meeting through a friend who heard through a friend through a friend. So I didn't actually know the exact context of meeting. Yeah. I just turned up trying to stay current in what's going on in the community. And um, I heard exactly what it was about as soon as I entered the doors. So I was fairly shocked and stoked that I was, I was actually there for it. So, yeah. Okay. And, and just to reiterate, the council, while they don't have an official policy, the policy is that if a biological male turns up and says they're identifying as female, they can come into the female changing room at the swimming pool. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. And that must be pretty horrifying for women to think about that possibility. Um, Yeah, we we had quite a few emotions running Mm -hmm. high and especially from people who've actually been abused as well and how how it um, affects them and how it's still affecting them. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having those those emotions and and spoken to at the meeting, I feel that it sort of, it gets the message across, this is how dangerous this could be. Mm-hmm. And is the concern because it has happened already once or twice or before, or is it the possibility that it could happen? It's the possibility because when I actually spoke to the manager, um, I said, what are you going to do? And he said, we can't do anything. We've got nothing in place. Yeah, and I'm concerned that this policy is already currently running. And um, who has been into those changing areas while there are children around? Women as well. But we have phones these days. Um, No one is safe. My daughters aren't safe. Women aren't safe. 
So what was the response of the meeting? Um, the manager from the pool was very quiet. Um, the actual the, the ICC, he was very he was mainly the main um, speaker for on their behalf from the council. And, yep. but the, from the council, but the actual crowd was irropable, and they we had um, parents, we had fathers, we you know we had mothers, grandmothers, you know, the works were there and they were irropable. They were so angry regarding this. Okay. Was there okay. anybody yeah. was there anybody representing the trans community there? No. No, there wasn't. Okay, so you know, there was the media coverage uh and in stuff of all places. So I would expect that uh you both got some blowback, especially considering you were featured in the article. Did you? Um, do you know what? I haven't. No. Not Great. not personally. Not personally. But we've had sort of um online there's it's always been different. It's um that's been different for us, yeah. So lots of we people coming of onto Facebook page and onto your personal pages? Um, no, mainly because I kind of try and block everybody out, but um, it's mainly people that have been, they've connected it and sent it on to somebody else. Then it's that sort of roller coaster that happens mm. once it goes out into the public eye, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So where to from here? Well, we've got a meeting, I've got a meeting with um, a, group of us and so we started off these five wahinis that have actually are the, the the starting point and we've got hopefully have a meeting with the council to arrange things the consensus of the group and I think you know, Rachel can vouch for me on this one is that they actually want to have a public meeting in a public place like in a neutral ground not on their ground that's why we've called the meeting where I called it because the reason being is that when you go into the council building you've got to sign in they take a photo of you and all that stuff. So it's not necessarily about privacy, but I just we don't we want to be heard, but we want to make sure that we have that freedom of that you were going into that place as well. Okay. Really. And are you concerned about um, you know possible protest um, activist groups getting involved in this? I think we've got a great community behind us. Mm. We don't know what other people's what they're interested in doing. We, we don't. Um, we're not part of that crew. Do you know what I mean? So we don't we don't know what they're going to do, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, if, if it comes to that, and am I okay to say this, Terry, if it comes to that, I bring it on. I bring on a protest for them to hear more and more and more from the community mm. because they're making it very difficult to even give us a date, a time, even for the next public meeting. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, we, we feel like we're not being heard and taken seriously. That's my personal perspective and feeling from council. Yeah, yeah and I mean, uh, you know, in fairness to the manager of the pool complex, um, they are caught in a, a, between a rock and a hard place because there's kind of this unwritten law that um, you have to allow this to happen and yet the community doesn't want it happening, not in public pools and not in schools. Um, Rachel, your photo was part of the article, so I thought maybe uh, you might have had a bit more blowback. 
nothing. I've had nothing. And I've been out in public all weekend. My kids play sport. Um, no, no blowback. What about compliments and encouragement and uh, people standing with you? Absolutely. That's all I've had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the Invercargill community might um, have their head screwed on and um, might be able to speak up for other areas that haven't been so strong on this issue. Do you think there's just a bit more common sense in the water in Invercargill? Well, I think that because with mm-hmm. all that's happened and all the community that surrounded us, um, we do want to say too is that we want a safe place for everybody. Mm-hmm. everybody included mm-hmm. and we just haven't got that they sort of when they sat there it was like this humming and harring mm-hmm. uh, and but no no answers and um I just think there's too many gray areas and mm-hmm. like with the um the fathers especially I'm you know and standing behind us like they're just as mad. So yeah, that sensibility is coming. We want common sense. Mm-hmm. We keep asking, we keep saying in the meeting, but it's common sense. Why can't we use it? And I actually said, why can't you just say no? But I think it's due to the Human Rights Act where it's been amended. That's mm-hmm. what the it's the legality of it all because no one knows what's going to happen. No. Because it's not been tested before. No. And that's that's part of the problem. And of course, um, I mean, that was the interesting thing about the stuff article is that the media tend to uh, push push this whole issue, and they actually gave it some fair coverage uh, for what the community was protesting about. So uh, that's actually a good thing. I mean, as a father, I don't want to send my daughters into a changing room if I know that there's a biological male um, also in that changing room, no matter how they're identifying it, 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 it like you say, it's common sense. So how can uh, people get involved and support the stand that you're, this important stand that you're making? Well, at this present time, we seem to be sending it out to people that we know. So the advice that was given to me from somebody else um, was to tell five, they tell five, they tell five. And so we weren't even sure who was going to come to the meeting. No one sent back, oh, yeah, I'm turning up to the meeting. Mm-hmm. So on the actual day, there was no messages, no nothing much on my mm-hmm. messenger page, nothing that um, there were going to be anyone turning up. So I was just like, okay, then, all right, well, if we've got to do this by ourselves, well, let's start the ball rolling here. Mm-hmm. But um, when we got there, there was no parking space around um, the building, wow. um, the council had to walk through a sea of people, which I think, you know, to be fair on them, would have been terrifying. We were told prior to the meeting that no media, if there was any media there, they were going to walk out. Mm. So they weren't even going to come into the meeting. Mm. And so that's what I'm saying. Rachel, we didn't we didn't say to Rachel, hey, look, go ahead, do what you want. We never whispered. Like I said, I passed her the microphone as, and she's just a concerned mama. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I just ran away, wanted to shout it to everyone, um, because I need everyone to keep their own kids safe, basically. Yeah. Um. In in regards to future meetings, like, could we put it on community pages? Are we allowed to do well, that? Well, we did put it on a community page, 
um, and somehow it was taken down. I right, don't know okay. what's happened, you know. So there's some form of communication that there's like these certain pages that may not accept what we're doing. So they've taken it down or they've ad the admin has said, no, we're not putting that up. Yeah. So they might see it for just a few minutes and then all of a sudden it's gone the following okay. day. Like what's yeah. happened in the past with lots of things. Mm. So we think that the form of communication is that we know people tell five, tell another five, and then hopefully from there. Like we had a lot of support people from Tuatapere, Waikaka, you know, they, they came in to this meeting. Mm. And so in that sea of faces, I knew most of them basically. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, great community uprising. Um, look, just just one final question, and I, I need to ask this, is that the, the accusation towards you is that, um, look, you're not showing love, you're being transphobic. If someone identifies that way, we should just accept it. What's your response to that? Well, I'll respond first, if that's okay, Terry. Yeah. Um, in the article, it stated, oh, it's the same as um, back when they were doing a movement for the gays, and I was like, under what rock because the gays weren't trying to use the female changing areas you know so that's pretty simple to me um and sorry what was your question again I've oh just uh, you know the claim that you're transphobic and that you oh, need to show love yeah, and acceptance no, you know, I, i'm all love i mean i was brought up with that accept everyone yeah. um but i don't accept um, people who don't use common sense in regards to the boundaries that we should have our, as our own gender and own sex. Um, they're trying not to discriminate. Well, in my opinion, they're discriminating against our sex and our gender and our right to safety and privacy. Okay. Doesn't mean I don't love them. No. Well, one of my best friends is transgender. I've supported her all this time. I still call him him, I know that, because I've known him for such a long time. Um, and like we've had discussions, because I said, I'm I'm doing this, and he's, you know, I've got their support. And, you know, I said, I, I made sure that, I said, I'm not trying to harm anyone. You know that, you know me, you know me well. Um, I want it to be safe for everybody, because I don't, because it's someone else's thing trying to go, oh, okay, we'll get on that platform. And this is because people have their own intentions, but it's not my intentions personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Hey, uh, Rachel and Terry, really appreciate your time. Thank you for making a stand. Um, and it's good to hear the community is standing with you and, and speaking up for welfare and safety of, of families and of children. So uh, go well and we'll watch the story with interest. Thanks for your time on McBlog. Thank you so Thank much. Kaki te